Do you want to maximize your success with NCUA? Join Mark Trichel as he shares with you the insider's view on passing your exam with Flying Colors. The With Flying Colors podcast is sponsored by Credit Union Exam Solutions by Mark Trichel. If you would like to work directly with the Credit Union Exam Solutions team and receive support to optimize your results with NCUA so you save time and money, visit us at marktrichel.com to find out more. Hey, Mark Treichel here with a quick take with Flying Colors. I just listened to the NCUA board meeting. On, here we are on June 16th. There was only one board agenda item, and it was a briefing of staff on a survey that NCUA, a pilot survey that NCUA has relative to examinations. And really good takeaways from this. So the briefing was called the Post-Examination Survey Project Update. And the staff did a real good job explaining that they're doing this pilot, that they sent out three different versions of the pilot, that they had a 16% response rate, which is essentially one out of six. Another takeaway was the discussion about having a third party monitor when they make this final, have a third party make handle it so that you have anonymity, which is a great idea. You could tell the board members and two board members were very supportive of that. All three board members, very positive relative to the survey itself. Chairman Harper did throw out the reference to regulatory capture. While NCUA has to listen, they can't be captured by the regulated. And uh, it was, this was also very clear that this was a very passionate assignment and belief that, that Vice Chairman Kyle Hauptman wanted this done. He made reference to this being a very important project that he championed. He made reference to that in, in, the, in addition to NCUA exit exams being recorded, that those were two things when he first came in that he really wanted to see. He made references to when you stay at Marriott or you ride Uber, you quickly get an email that says, hey, can you us. That's where he wants to take this, which I think in general is a very good thing. The survey, a couple takeaways, interesting takeaways. I may do a longer podcast on this later. The pilot ran from September through March. The survey included five binary questions and one open-ended question. There were 1,058 surveys distributed and 186 response. And a comment that generally overall positive feedback was received from the survey, board member Kyle, how you tend to get positive feedback in a situation where you are one of a regulated a regulated body that is replying as opposed to going on Yelp and you tend to get more negative on Yelp because people had a bad experience, that's when they leave a rating. So in any event, there were several questions in the examination. I'm going to highlight one question here, which was that the question was a reference to the applicable was there a reference to the applicable law, NCUA regulation and regulation gap or other binding standard or requirement was provided for all document of resolution items included in the final examination report? So let me paraphrase that. If you get a document of resolution, there needs to be a reference that requires that, whether it's a regulation, whether it's gap, or whether it's a letter to credit unions, which is actually guidance, which they've sidestepped that, that language, but guidance could be used as part of a requirement for a document resolution. But my takeaway here was this was an outlier as far as the response. So 61% of people said yes, 37% said NA, 
and 2% said no. So 37% said NA. Why? Because they didn't get a Daikin resolution. 61% said they did get a Daikin resolution. My takeaway from that is that more of the people who responded were smaller credit unions. Why is that? Camel codes of smaller credit unions tend to be lower. You end up having code two, threes, and fours more so in smaller credit unions than you do in the larger credit unions that have the resources. So I can tell from the 37% said not applicable, that number should actually be much higher because the amount of credit unions that do not get document resolutions is substantially higher than that. So uh, another takeaway, they asked questions about what, what questions credit unions and examiners felt could be added to the survey. And one of the takeaways there was, were there any efficiencies or difficulties with the offsite examination process? So NCOA has been offsite because of the pandemic and the it's a good question. I've had a lot of my clients point out that NCOA is asking for substantially more documents. Sometimes those documents are not always looked at and that it's created in many instances some communication challenges. So I think it's great that they pointed out that this is a question they may add to the survey later. So next steps for the pilot, they're gonna extend the current pilot. They're gonna determine the next iteration of survey questions. They're gonna have additional communications. Board member Hauptman indicated that they would like these questions to be identified on the webpage. They didn't, they handled that appropriately saying, yes, that's one of the things we're considering, which means it's still into considerations as that decision has not yet been made. So all in all, it was a good summary of what's going on here. I think this is a real positive step. And I will also mention a couple other, couple other things. At the end of the meeting, all three board members I can tell are supportive of this. Board member Rodney Hood talked about the fact that at the last two ex board meetings, they've had briefings and that because the board is highly efficient and working real well together, that he thinks it's time for there to be some regulations coming forward where credit unions can be helped. He specifically mentioned a fintech uh, rule that he'd like to see. And so that was interesting because when he posed that, he also triggered board member Harper to respond to that in a good way. And Harper mentioned that there will likely be a proposed rule next month on cybersecurity. And he said, I understand that Hood and Vice Chairman Hauptman, you're interested in the financial technology innovation rule and that that is being worked on. So watch for that down the road. And then Harper also mentioned that the ones threshold rule, the final rule could be coming soon. I'm going to take that to mean, let's see, we're in June. I'm going to take that to mean maybe July. There is no August NCUA board meeting. So by July or September, it sounds like that proposed rule that will change the threshold of who is considered, quote unquote, too big to fail will change from 10 billion to 15 billion. So all in all, a good meeting. They gave a little bit of hint of things to come. I think the survey becoming final and being part of merit exams in the future is a positive. I'll have more on that when there is more on that. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again, or you'll hear us again here on With Flying Colors. Thanks for your time.
Thank you for joining us on this episode of With Flying Colors. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app to hear future episodes where subject matter experts of all varieties will provide tips on how to achieve success with NCUA. If you would like to learn more about how we assist credit unions, check out our services at marktreichel.com. 